Welcome to Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Here's your trio of hosts, Dan, John, and Danny. And welcome to episode 21 of Phantom Faction Podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. And I'm John. And here we are together again. Yes, where have you been? <laughs> right here in this theater. <laughs> right here in this I've theater. Been almost living here for oh, no. a little while, but a production of Miracle on 34th Street. Cool. I play Dr. Pierce. Uh, I'm the good doctor. I, okay. I, I don't think I've. I'm. I know yeah. of Miracle on 34th Street, but I don't think yeah. I've ever seen the original or anything like that. Yeah. So I kind of make sure that Chris gets. Uh, you know, Chris Kringle gets to find right. a place and. Uh, he also makes sure that I get my Christmas wish, which oh, okay. is very nice. So, See, my ideal Christmas show is uh, Die Hard. Oh, there you go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Assault on Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> yeah, that will be all coming out this next little That's while. That's right. Yeah. So we've been, right. we've been in production. Um, we've got a, um, a week weekend left this uh, coming week, and it's been going well. And opening night, I just happened to have a bit of an experience. Oh. And it's happened to me on an opening night before as well when I was in Wizard of Oz. Do you think it's because of all the people in the building, the energy that... The uh, the high energy, yeah. Right, right. Opening night, there's lots of energy. uh, But I was waiting to go on. I was a little nervous. Uh, In this play also, of course, there's a lot of Christmas carols. I have to sing O Come All Ye Faithful uh, in Latin. What? (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yes. Just one verse. Just one verse by myself. Okay. And then the choir joins and we do it in English. But uh, but a little nervous about the whole, you know. Yeah, for sure. You know, singing it for the first time in front of a big audience and it was full that night. Did Uh, you wear your Phantom Faction t-shirt while you were up there? (laughs) No, I didn't. (laughs) But I was standing there a little nervous thinking, oh, I can do this, I can do this. And then uh, just out of the corner of my eye, I, I see somebody walking through like the wing and I... And it was like, oh, you scared me. And then I looked, and it just dissolved in front of me like an energy ball and was wow. gone. And I'm like, wow, this is good. Wow. I know I'm going to do well now. It just was a positive feeling. It wasn't like, whoa, I'm getting out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, good, good. Yeah. yeah, so. Do you want to sing that? Um, uh, no. For it, just for the listeners right now? <laughs> we can do backup. They're, they're going to get, <laughs> the listeners are going to have this impression that I do calendars, and I'm cut, and I'm ripped, and I sing Latin. I'm like a Latin lover. Oh, what? yeah, yeah. Latin lover. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, what's the mystique the, is building. Yes, yeah. What's the next uh, uh, play? Yeah, like, wait till they really see me, right? Zorro or? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that could be. <laughs> you grow a goatee and look like the the Count of Monte Cristo or something like that. Right? <laughs> That's right. But I'm happy to be back, and uh, of course you guys you did a, a great job. Um, well, thank you. Yeah, uh, the last couple of episodes have been great. Uh, From John's dining room table, right? Right. Yeah, and you know, there's so much as I edit, I use the headphones, and there seems like there's so much going on in the background, especially John's house. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well. You mentioned the black ooze. Every time. Every time you and I were talking about the black ooze, uh, static was forming. And I I haven't listened to the pod myself yet. I just Mm -hmm. downloaded it to my phone, so I listened to it on the way home. Mm -hmm. But one of our listeners commented on Facebook and said that they heard it, too. Yeah, exactly. I honestly thought it was a technical problem, and there was nothing wrong. No, it was... It was right on the recording, so it wasn't like mm, amazing, huh? How yeah. they wow. affect electronics like that. That's right, exactly. Yeah. And that's my house. <laughs> that's my, <laughs> my house. Place, yeah. Oh well. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, it's it's very interesting uh, doing the editing and and hearing little things in the background. Well, I'm, gl- I'm glad that you're doing it. So because I have no idea, I wouldn't even know where to start with all this stuff. Yeah. But uh, it is. I think it's cool that you know our podcast gets live EVPs. Right. Right. And I've never heard. I mean, John, you listen to a I lot. I listen of, to tons of podcasts. You listen to tons of podcasts, and you've never experienced that, have you? No. No, so, never heard another podcast talk about this. No. Right. no exactly. and, and I work with uh, sound all day long, yeah. making commercials, etc. Yeah. Um, you know, I never get anything at, at work like hearing it through. No. Uh, maybe on an occasion or, you know, but uh, not like these podcasts. And, we uh, are unique. Right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. yeah. We come with our own. <laughs> we come with our own baggage. Yeah, own baggage, own audience. Ghosts. Paranormal audience. And uh, what else is, whatever else is floating around, so. That's right. And, of course, we did uh, a, a Bigfoot show, uh, which was... Yeah, John and I talked yeah. about uh, that poor guy who had his experience up in the Algonquin Park. Yeah, can't thank him enough for that. No, we talked yeah. about the feet that were washing up on the shores of British Columbia. Excellent. I was fascinated by that podcast. And you, have yeah. you not heard of that before? Oh, yeah, I have. Oh, okay. And, uh, and I've actually seen... What? Like... Yeah, and we won't go into it too much because we've already talked about it. But it's it uh, coincides so much with that mix about where yep. they'll find shoes and they'll find uh, you know or they'll find the bodies and they're barefoot, and so there's got to be something, yeah. you know, some I don't know, you know, like good shoes with feet in them. It just yep. yeah, yeah. And, and some of the shoes being found were in pristine condition. Yeah, yeah. Look, that's the part they that doesn't... look like they're right off the shelf. And yeah. we're in the woods supposedly for for, for ten years. Yeah, yeah. whatever doesn't make sense. That yeah, sounds like, like you mentioned it's like kept tr- them in a, yeah. a freezer. Or, yeah. you know, and some. It's like they're keeping them as a trophy. Like you and then they get tired the of it and, yeah. and tossing <laughs> it. All right, yep. Yep. time for a new pair. Yeah, time yeah. for a new pair. Wife kicked them out. Yeah, so I'll some other poor joggers. Yeah, I'm looking for Nikes now, and they just go and grab them. Yeah, I don't know. It's bizarre. Yeah, bizarre. Yeah. And that's what this podcast is all about. I mean, yeah. we, we try to understand these things. Uh, we try. To, we well, try we to try. Probably yeah. can't, but we try. Well, we're, <laughs> no, we're no experts, but we're we're being well informed. How about that? That's right. We're getting there. That's right. So, yeah. and Danny's antennas is, is going up, and he's having more experiences. And yeah, I. So. You know what I found? Uh, like I've been away from the podcast here <laughs> for a couple of weeks because of this play and everything. But so things have been really quiet because my mind's been elsewhere, mm. mind you. But uh, as soon no as lights turning off at home on their own, or uh, no, not so far. No hotel California. Being <laughs> Nothing the, jumping in. No. no. Yeah, but a no. spirit walking right beside you. That's yeah, pretty big. Yeah, and that that I know to me was was a spirit i mean there was no doubt about it and i was so glad that i was able to see it right maybe and it was a, a former actor like yourself I, and he was coming to give you the yeah, exactly the little and and we did have uh, a gentleman that that was the head of the the guild that we belong to and he passed away during our um production of wizard of oz he was directing and we had to replace him of course we, uh, but when he passed away, he, he meant a lot to a lot of people here in the guild. Right. And he was here all the time. He would pop in and, you know, he would vacuum. He would do anything just to keep this theater going. Right. And and so I sense. sort of had the feeling that it was him just mm-hmm. saying. It would make sense that he would be here, right? Oh, exactly. And especially watching and the it's, plays. And it seems opening night. And I had that experience with the Wizard of Oz that I mentioned where I saw a, a ball of light come down and then shoot right. straight back yep. up in the air. 
on that was opening night at Wizard, and hmm. you know, so there are little things that go on. But yeah, I, yeah, I'm convinced totally that this theater does have some some spirits. I oh, don't feel absolutely. threatened by them. No, nope. no. You know, um, John and I only had one negative experience when the, the breath, that one time the that breath was, was taken out of our lungs that one night. Yeah, just yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah. that, but that didn't last long. No, no. But it was that was weird. That was strange. It was very yeah. weird because you weren't affected at all. No. no, but you're in fantastic shape. Like you're ripped. You know. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> Notice I did leave that in the podcast. Yeah, yeah I wondered that? if you would. I wondered if you would. You yeah. know, I, can I grate some cheese on your ass? <laughs> you know? Make a pizza when I get home. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Okay, so what are we talking about today? Well, we're gonna. That's our little We're update. gonna talk about some more Bigfoot stuff because I was able to go to Northern Ontario uh, two weeks ago. I think. Yeah, sounds right. And I was there at the request and invitation of Peter and Christine, who we had on our podcast. Mm-hmm. And they are right into the, the Bigfoot uh, investigations and the research. Fantastic people. Like, they let me sleep on their couch downstairs. They fed me. Uh, and I was at the, home the pouting beer, the whole time. <laughs> the beer was flowing. Yeah. So uh, very, very interesting people to talk to. Like, Peter is... Uh, He's such an intellectual, like he, he knows something about everything. He's like one of those guys, right? Yep. Like the walking encyclopedia. And Christine is very sensitive. She has some psychic abilities and she did some like, tarot cards for me. Oh, cool. I thought I could remember what uh, I should have, mm-hmm. should have wrote it all down. But she's got some really cool stories and hopefully we can get her back on the pod to talk about some of her experiences. Right. Because they, they were like, they're wild. And I'll tell you about them after we, we shut off because yep. I don't want to give anything away and I don't want to take anything away from her. But uh, I went up to North Bay, which is a city about four hours north of Toronto. Mm-hmm. But a population maybe 40,000, 50,000 yeah, maybe. I would. It's very rural, yep. right? But uh, it's a nice place. It's a, there's a big military base up there, uh, NORAD. Uh, they, right. have, they have oh. one of the NORAD uh, posts up there. Um, and apparently in and around the area, they have had a lot of Bigfoot sightings and even to the west of there, about an hour, an hour and a half west in the French river area, they had what, 18 sightings in, in September alone Wow, that were reported. And, uh, Peter's got this crazy picture of what he believes to be one on his, uh, trail cam that he set up Mm -hmm. in the French river area. And I went up there. And I didn't have any expectations. I mean, if I, you know, can you imagine if I saw one mm-hmm. and say, and come back and say, oh yeah, I saw one on my very first expedition, people would be like, okay, yeah, we're yep. done, yep. right? Baloney. Yeah. Like th- yeah. these guys are just full of it, right? But we, I did have a weird experience, and we'll, I'll talk about that in a second. But uh, I went up there, uh, there was snow on the ground. Like, our, our snow down here is pretty much melted already, mm-hmm. uh, which which happens. We get that first yep. snowfall, then it melts. Off and on, yeah. But up there, they got maybe four or five inches. And in this area that we went to, uh, we went in at four in the morning, and we met two invest- two other investigators by the name of uh, Jim and Andrew, father and son team. And I think Andrew's in his early to mid-20s. So he's, he's a grown man. He's, he's got mm-hmm. a, a family and everything. And... Jim and Andrew go into this certain location near North Bay every other week. 
at mm-hmm. 3, 4 a.m. And they walk these, this trail system in there. And they do tree knockings. Uh, they leave gifts for, the, for whatever's in there. They've left uh, huge jars of peanut butter that get, like, the top gets punched in. Uh, and it gets cleaned out. They, they leave nuts, chocolate, mm-hmm. apples, carrots, you name it. And they have their own specific gifting area where they go. Mm-hmm. And these guys, this is their passion. Wow. I mean, for them to do that almost every other weekend for right. years. Yeah. And two years ago, they said that they had a, uh, a live encounter where they both saw what they believed to be a Sasquatch. And I was expecting him to say, oh, it was like 100 yards away, 200 yards away. But he, it was, he said it was like not even 20 yards away. Wow. And he said this thing was massive, hmm. like seven, seven and a half feet tall and shaped like a V, like an upside down V. Just massive shoulders and just like huge lats, thin waist. Like Arnie on steroids. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> at his prime. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but way taller. Yeah. And they said it was wild. And they've, they've had some negative interactions with them mm-hmm. where they've had like the growls and the grunts and they've had sticks and stones thrown at them. Mm-hmm. And, but they think at that time there was a young one in the bush. And that's one thing that Christine brought up. She's, you know, she's not sure when their gestation period is. Mm-hmm. So if you're going in and there's a baby squatch, I don't even know how big a baby Sasquatch would be. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, probably still rip your arms out of your sides. Yeah. But uh, they, Jim said he had this voice in his head, this voice in his head said, they will kill you. Hmm. So he said, okay, we'll back off and we'll come back another time. And he goes in there by himself sometimes if, if Andrew's not available. Ooh. I mean, the guy's got guts, yeah. you know. I mean, even like... See, you know, I'm a firm believer that they do exist, mm-hmm. but even if they didn't exist, going in the bush by yourself, there's coyotes, there's wolves, there's black bears, you know, and he's not armed. He doesn't have a, a gun with him. He doesn't yeah. have a knife. He's just got the stick that he used to do tree knocks with. And, uh, you know, the guy. And he's going in at what time? Like three, four. Yeah, so it's pitch black. Yeah, it's pitch black. Like, yeah. Like when, when we went in, yeah. because there was snow on the ground, and there was the ambient light off the clouds from the city. Right. Because it's f- fairly close. Okay. Um, you could see hundreds of yards, but it was right. still dark, right? Yeah. But he says sometimes they go in, like in the summer, mm-hmm. and they can't see their hand in front of their face. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, if the moon, <laughs> like if the moon they, isn't out. Yeah, if the moon it. isn't out, they're yeah. screwed. Yeah. But uh, they... they but they don't make any uh, attempt to be quiet. Mm-hmm. They don't make any attempt to go in without flashlights. Because they said they know we're there and they know we're coming. Mm-hmm. We, he says we've been going in so often that they recognize us right. and they're familiar with us and they know we're not a threat. And they're actually become those two guys that leave gifts. Right. Right. So they might go, oh, here comes here come the guys with the, the peanut butter and the chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> I hope they got yeah. chocolate. Let's not, let's not yeah. mess with them because yeah. they leave goodies. And but we didn't leave any this time, unfortunately. But I, I did take my recorder with me, and Danny, you're gonna add that onto the end of the podcast. It's right. about 26 minutes long, and I will talk about what we picked up or what I picked up on it. But listen to it. There's not a lot of dead air. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's pretty interesting. Like I listened to it, and I thought, "Oh, this is pretty cool." Right. And it's it's me, Peter, Christine, Jim, and Andrew walking through this trail system near North Bay, and we're looking for Bigfoot. Right. And Jim is telling me some of his stories. Andrew's telling me some of his stories, and you can hear Christine talking. So when we get to the end of this trail system, it kind of thins out where it's all hardwood forest, mm-hmm. and it's uh, the trees are pretty sparse, like they're not like it's not real thick bush but there's a slope that goes up to about maybe 20 feet high and it gets really really thick like you can't see 6 inches into the bush past that mm-hmm. but when we were walking through there I stopped and I'm looking at this tree line with this really thick bush and I was getting drawn to it for some reason and Christine had separated herself from the, the three guys and she came up to me and she and she was getting drawn to the same location. Like I said, she's a very sensitive person too, right? Mm-hmm. And she says, they're watching us right now. And I swear to God, we could see glints off of eyeballs in this mm-hmm. really thick part of the bush. And they were about seven feet high. Wow. And there was three sets. And it was wild. Mm-hmm. And we were... Oh, and leading up to that, and I was telling John about this earlier when we were at the pub, we could see little light anomalies going mm-hmm. through the bush, like little orbs. Yeah. And uh, and you can hear us on the recording saying, oh, look, there's one there. And, like, yeah. some of them were 100 yards away, some of them were 20 yards away. Right. And It's too cold for fireflies. <laughs> oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the fireflies have been frozen to death, right? <laughs> yeah. But... Uh, but they didn't. They weren't going in a zigzag pattern. They were going straight as an arrow through the bush, and then they disappear. Yeah. And it happened at least half a dozen times, and you'll you'll hear on the recording afterwards uh, all about it. But this place that we got, this location that we got drawn to, uh, Andrew. Uh, so they do tree knocking, and I think we talked about this maybe. Um, a lot of Bigfoot enthusiasts mm-hmm. will knock on a tree a couple times real hard and sometimes they get responses mm-hmm. and Peter has told us that they had one time yep. it went on for like 10 minutes Yeah, do three knocks they do three yeah, knocks yeah they do two knocks three knocks and it was like 15 second intervals and even Jim said he said sometimes they'll do a knock and they'll hear one come like 20-30 yards away mm-hmm. but they can't see the whatever's making the sound yep. right because it's so thick or it's dark or whatever so I said to Andrew I said well Try doing your knocking. And he was doing it. He was doing like the loud wax and he was doing the shave and a haircut. Yep. Right? Yeah. But then one of the things that they told me is uh, these creatures are very good at mimicking other animals. Like right. barn owl screeches. Yep. And things like that. So Andrew got us to quiet down and he goes <whistles> like mm. this towards the bush. And I seconds later you hear something from the trees go yeah and i was like what the hell yeah and it wasn't there's no birds at up at 5 a.m yeah 4 a.m they, yeah. they just aren't i mean yeah. i hunt yeah right and i'm i'm in the bush you know turkey hunting at like three in the morning four in the morning the only right. thing you hear is the odd raccoon you know right. in a scrap with, <laughs> with something else yeah. right and uh birds just aren't out yet right and then he was doing the knocking but he says, well, let me just do some tapping. And instead of like the whack, whack, like the mm-hmm. really hard, he would just go. Yeah. 
right. like that. And in response, and you'll hear it on the recorder, you gotta, you'll have to put earphones on and maybe yep. turn the volume up real loud. You hear a response go, yeah. And it was, we were, we we're all looking at each other like, wow. Like Jim and Andrew are so used to this by yep. now, yep. it's like nothing for them. It's like yep. me and John with the ghosts. I, I was like, just gonna say, yeah, it's we're like, like yeah, whatever. Yeah. But I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and then to my left, and I got the impression too that there was three of them in there, and I think Christine said that too. To my left, about 30, 40 yards away, I heard, oh yeah, like a chest beat, yeah. and. Anybody who's watched a National Geographic special or been to the zoo or whatever has heard gorillas do the chest beats. And it wasn't a grouse, because grouse will, they call it thunder, thunder Mm. their wings, but they're super loud and it goes on. Oh yeah, it scares the crap out of you. But it's it's really fast too, like, but this thing was just like, boom, boom, boom. And it sounded like hands on flesh. And it's on the recorder. Yep. It's on the, the stuff that he sent you. And it was uh, it was quite interesting. And that was my first mm-hmm. uh, foray into the bush, right. looking, looking for Bigfoot, right? And I didn't have any uh, Jack Link's uh, beef jerky with me, <laughs> so maybe that was a good idea. A good idea. Yeah. But you know what? It was, uh, it was, it was fun. Mm-hmm. I had a great time. And I can now finally say that I went on my first Bigfoot excursion. Mm-hmm. And whether the, the whistles and the little knocking and the chest beat sounds were yep. something else, I don't know, uh, an animal or, yep. or Seems unlikely. whatever. It's funny how it would mock exactly what you did, though. Yes, so, yeah. yes. Yeah. And the other thing, too, just so people can realize, like for example, um, they never charged you to go. So there's no incentive for them to, to fake this. Oh, no. So it's not like no. they're, they're taking people they to these woods. They bought me dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and they, they let me into their home. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like they're taking people out there and hey, for $100. hundred bucks. Or yeah. two, you don't, so there's no incentive. And the other thing, too, if, there'd been, if they'd set this up before, it snowed, you potentially could have seen footprints. Like, this is not people that are trying to profit from this. Well, right. and the thing is, too, yeah. in the area that we parked, I mean, there's no other vehicles. Yeah. Unless there's another way to sneak in there. I mean, there could yeah. be. But it, it would make no sense for them to want to make a hoax because there's no money involved. So right. what? what's... No, they're getting nothing from us, right? You know, let's say... And, and Dan's yeah. not like a, a movie producer that there's going to, oh, hey, I'm going to make you famous. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. nothing like that. So it's just people that are curious about this subject, just like we are with the ghosts. Yeah. And just like when we try to open it up to people, we're not trying to make money off it. So it just eliminates all the hoax factor, mm-hmm. you know? Um and if you oh, yeah. meet the people, they're just like salt of the earth, just good people and yep. fascination with this oh, topic. Wonderful people. And yeah. they said, you want know anytime we want to come up, mm-hmm. you know, as long as they're there, yep. we're good to go. And there's other members that are more than happy to take us out too. So if we want to go out. Uh, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, I was pouting the whole t- because. <laughs> John couldn't go. Give you an idea, I got a family wedding this Saturday. Danny was too busy singing Latin. And I sold my financial <laughs> practice, and I had all these commitments, and I couldn't go. 
right. I couldn't commit to a weekend to go, and I was really pouting when Dam said, oh, I'm going, and I'm texting, yeah. and I'm like, oh, good, effing for you, right? Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> and what did I text back to you? Oh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm getting my suit pants hemmed in now, and, yeah. you know, my jacket fits, you yeah. know, so... But, yeah, well. yeah, but anybody, just for well, the hoax factor, there, there's no money being made here. No. So it just would make no sense whatsoever. No. Yeah, yeah. just so that people, the they forest, that. The forest isn't going anywhere. Yeah. So, That's and right. we also have uh, someone that we haven't connected with personally, but we have a lady who hopefully is going to come on the podcast soon. With a very and fascinating tell encounter. us about a, a very scary, fascinating encounter, with, uh, not far from where we are right now. Mm-hmm. Which is wild to mm. think that they might be this far south. Yeah, but I mean, south Canada-wise, right? Because you hear right. about you hear about sightings in Ohio all the time. Ohio's big. Yeah, and Washington. Pen- I was say the, the northern states, you know, which is yep. further further north than uh, we are here in southern yeah. Ontario. So yeah, there was actually mm. a credible yeah. sighting off of the Saugeen River in Walkerton, and John Bindernagel actually investigated that. Yeah, and if you Google John Bindernagel, he is actually a, a biologist. I don't know; he might be a PhD biologist. Okay, very accredited guy. Uh, Peter and Christine will tell you they thought the world of him, and uh, he investigated a sighting. So that's not very far from here. No, um, which is amazing. Yeah, which makes me kind of creepy on my woods in the backyard. You know, <laughs> I was emptying a hash out of the fireplace out there in the dark. I don't know if I should have done that. What kind of hash? <laughs> <laughs> Fire ash. Fire yeah, ash. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. So we're thinking, I mean, we talked about a relationship between maybe Bigfoot and spirits, but you're thinking this is more of a physical presence? You know what? There are a lot of theories. Mm -hmm. I mean, some people say they're aliens, like the spaceships drop them off. Some people say that they're they're just like fantastic uh, survivalists. Yep. Interdimensional creatures. Yeah, and some people say that they come through a rip in the space-time continuum and walk <laughs> through a portal and, and things like that. Yeah. And you know what? Scientists have just confirmed mm-hmm. that, that dimensions, other dimensions actually exist. Right. So you can't really totally 100% say, well, come on, that's a load of crap, right? right? Because there's a lot, you know, and, and people that are listening, they're, they're here because they're interested in this sort of thing. That's so right. they, they have a little bit of a belief yep. system, right? And I don't know. I I just think that maybe they're just something that's been out there that's just stayed so far away from us as mm-hmm. a as it could or as it can. Yeah. And there are times where they are sighted, and there are times when people have recorded them, right? Mm-hmm. Like that very famous uh, Bigfoot, uh, the Patterson, Patterson. Yep, Gimlin film. film. Yep. And I mean, to this day. Experts still say, "Well, we can't totally debunk that, right? Because right? that thing's huge. Yeah, you can see the the leg muscles rippling in it and everything else. Yeah, and there's one clip or one frame where the foot comes up, and you can see the bottom of the pads. Yeah, I mean that's pretty intricate. You yeah, know, for the 1960s. Yeah, I was right? going to yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, like I say, maybe it's just like the the world's uh, hide yeah. and seek uh, champion yeah. or. Yeah. Maybe it's an interdimensional uh, kind of thing or is it a who's to say, North right? American gorilla? I don't yeah. know. You know, like Yeah. Like uh, and the thing for me that that solidifies it the most is that uh Native Americans, mm-hmm. you know, Canadian Indians, indigenous peoples yeah. have been recording these things mm-hmm. for hundreds of years. 
There's cave drawings. There's totem poles out in British Columbia that have mm-hmm. Bigfoot That's on right. them. They've made masks out of them, mm-hmm. uh, stone carvings, and stories. Yep. They passed on from elder to elder for hundreds of years. And they had nothing to gain. There's no TV back then. There's no, right. there's yeah. no podcasts. <laughs> you know, there's nothing like this. Right. Yeah. And even uh, the Viking Leif Erikson, he commented, right. mm-hmm. said that when he landed in the New World, which is mm-hmm. Newfoundland, I, I think, where yeah. where the Vikings set, sure, in the year 680, 682, or something yeah. like that, said that they came upon these huge hairy men with black eyes. Yeah. And. And that they, said, they said Lord suffering Jesus. And they said, <laughs> they said, we got to get out of here. Yeah. yeah. And it, like, if you're scary enough to scare the Vikings off, mm-hmm. you know, that's, yeah. that's a big deal. Oh, right? uh, there's, there's something to it. So, there's so many sightings. Yeah. You know, and it's and not just Canada. It's not just the U.S. People no. in Russia oh, yeah. report them. People in England yeah. report them. Australia. Yeah. You know, everywhere. There's, you know, you've got the Yeti, the Yowie, the Skunk Ape, the... Yeah. yeah. Whatever. The grass like in the man. south, they call them the boogers. The I boogers. Like, I like the that. Boogers. The boogers. Yeah. I like that. You know? cool. But yeah. Uh, yeah. it fascinates John and I. Yep. Yeah. I Any, mean, uh, we're not going to just turn into a Bigfoot podcast now. No. But we'll we'll come back and forth. And yeah. we've got a lot of ghost stuff coming up as well. Right. Oh, yes. Whatever. So. Uh, any footprints? Did you? Uh, there was, you know what? There was one set of tracks mm-hmm. which looked like huge feet. And they had walked, there was maybe, what, one, two, there's maybe six prints. Mm-hmm. I've got a size 15 boot. Right. And I put my foot in these things, and they were like a size 22, right. 23. And they led into the bog. Yeah. And then they disappeared. Hmm. Like, there was enough snow. Yep. That you would have seen in the reeds and, the, and the, like, the, the yep. bulrushes and everything, where it would have been uh, yep. upset, right? Yeah. But there was these six prints, and then they disappeared. And we're oh. all kind of looking at it going, what the hell? Like, how does that happen? Yeah. You know? And I, I even asked Andrew. I, I said, what do you think about these footprints where even that they have tracked, and then they, they just stop? Yeah. And he says, well, there's theories that they're really good at jumping. Mm-hmm. So that maybe they, like, yeah. jump a good 10, 15 feet in a different direction, and you don't find the next yep. print. Or they climb up a tree. Yeah, and swing or jump to the yeah. next tree. Maybe if they know you're falling. Yeah, because yeah. they're the ultimate survivalist, right? So right. if if they're really good at keeping you from finding them, yeah, you know, or tracking them, so yeah, it's a it's a a weird thing. It's a cool thing. It's a fascinating thing. But uh, until I see one. Yeah, you know, I'm ninety percent there. You're ninety percent, not hundred percent yet. Yeah, seeing one would be the ultimate. I'd, but if I ever see one, I would like to to be the ultimate. Where you're just driving along, mm-hmm. and it's off the side of the road, and you see it, and there's no doubt what you see. Yeah, I don't want to be walking through the bush with you guys at four <laughs> in the morning, and all of a sudden he's there. Yeah, right. one of us goes missing. I'll be another one of the guys that <laughs> lose it in their pants. But. Why don't you talk about? Remember, you thought that you had a dogman sighting, and I think you have talked about it. We we talked about future, it on, on, the pod. on previous mm-hmm. pods, but what, yeah. But tell them what Peter th- might think. So, I, like, I'll let the listeners know. I'm still to this day what I saw this summer outside of Chesley, Ontario, not far from where Dan and I one time in a pod were talking about Bogner Swamp oh, and the Bogner Swamp, that mm-hmm. blue uh, uh, light anomaly or orb that mm-hmm. the, the guy saw. Um, so, like, I was at this. This guy has a, a 
10-acre piece of property that he camps on. And then another 10 acres over another house. And this is the one we told the listeners it's lit up like a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. And I saw this thing go across that field at an inhuman speed. Like, I mean, it just, it was ungodly how fast it was. And, but, but way I would, I immediately said dog man, because the head was long and narrow. Right. That's how it looked to me. And I thought, if you picture a dog's head pointed down, that was like to me a snout. Mm-hmm. And then I was showing Dan how I was on, BRFO, Bigfoot Research Organization's website, mm-hmm. and they have compiled drawings of people's sightings. And there was one thing that I saw in there that looked just like this thing across the field, like the shape, if you picture the shape. Yeah. And what I saw went go across was just, it was black. And when and then I was talking to Peter from uh, Ontario Sasquatch yep. about this, and he said, why couldn't you have seen a juvenile Sasquatch mm-hmm. that isn't... You know, like the great big yep. 600 pounds. Yeah. If I had to put a weight on this thing, I said 200 pounds tops. Yeah. And like I said, it ran across that field. And I told Peter when it went down, it wasn't like it tripped. It just leapt down onto all fours and went into the bush. And yep. to this, like I can still see this like it was yesterday. Yeah. You know, and I don't know 100% what I saw. But immediately I said dogman because of the body size. And because of the shape of the head was long and narrow. Well, the fact that you would never think that in southwestern Ontario there'd be a Bigfoot. Well, well and then, too, yeah, right? and then next, you know, we connect with these guys. Yeah. And they show us a map of sightings all around here. Mm-hmm. And Well, they're talking about ones near uh, major urban, like, centers. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mississauga, there was a, a credible sighting. Yeah. An investigator actually found evidence to support a Sasquatch being there. Wow. And where John Bindernagel, if people Google him, you'll find a very, very famous person in this topic. He investigated one in Walkerton. And where I am from Walkerton to where I had the sighting, that's not a huge yeah, distance. Like 20, 20 minutes, minutes, right? Yeah, yeah, 20 minutes, half an hour kind of thing, right? Yeah. And um, like I said, to this day, I don't know what I saw. Yeah. Um, I really want to talk to the guy with that house. Yeah. Dan and I have gone there to try to look at the place lit up to get a picture for our Facebook page. Yeah, but the lights are off now. No, the lights are off. But he... F- the other thing, and I realized, he does lambs, and he does them for meat, and in the fall, that's what you sell. Oh, okay. So he doesn't have any lamb that he's raising right now, so no reason to light his property up. Right. But I wonder, and I talked to somebody else in the Bigfoot world, and maybe down the road we'll have them come on, that he said, it's not impossible. This guy has had lamb scooped up, mm-hmm. and that's why. But it was weird to have this property, and the friend that has the property adjacent to it, he was there for two weeks. In the summer, he said every night that place is lit up like a Christmas tree. Yeah. And he's been there about a month throughout the summer, different times, and every time it's lit up like a Christmas tree, the whole property. Hmm. Well, the thing that so, you and I said is, I mean, what's losing one lamb over having electricity bills that are through the roof? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Unless he's seen something and he thinks the scare keeps it away. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, even coyotes will get used to the light. Yeah, and and, and this barn, and Dan's been there to see it. The barn's in great shape. Oh, the barn's brand new. And if people go onto our Facebook page, you can see pictures Dan posted. There's a small windmill, Mm -hmm. and you can see the field in the back. Yep. If people, like that, how would you describe That's like 150 yards, right? Yeah, it's about the size of two football fields side by side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this thing covered that stretch in seconds. Yeah. Like from the minute it left from the, the house area down, and I mean seconds. And it was just an ungodly speed. I watched this thing go off at it. Wow. And like I said, and it did not trip at the, the, the wood line. It just dove down at all fours, and I saw it do one leap and gone into the woods. Yeah. And then you find out from Peter and Christine, there's been a bunch of sightings in this region. 
Yeah. Because so. it's close to Owen Sound as well. Yep. It's been and they've there. had reported dogman sightings mm-hmm. in and around there. And whether they're an actual dogman or Bigfoot or something else. Yeah, who knows? Right? Who knows? Mm-hmm. But uh, at the end of this podcast, or at the end of us jibber-jabbering here, you're going to add on... The uh, about twenty six minutes of me in in the bush near North Bay. Uh, it's going to be fascinating. Yeah, yeah. it'll be it, the first time I've heard it. You too, know what? So. It's uh, my brand new recorder, and it almost sounds like I'm actually yeah. in a, a studio. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, know a, it's a great one. It's uh, but I'm actually tromping through the bush, and you'll hear mm-hmm. me wipe out almost down a hill. And uh, <laughs> you know, we're in the, I'm huffing and puffing because it's we're walking yeah. pretty far, but and it is pretty cool. Yeah, and I am not going to be adjusting levels or anything. I'm going to leave this as yep. is, so like people don't know that I'm messing with it. To, or I'm not going to be adding any extra little no, and if you hear or, if you hear a break, it's because yeah. I turned my recorder off. Right. Because I, I need both hands to climb up a hill or yep. or do whatever. So And to give people the, the, just the background before that, you're out there, and it was what, 3 in the morning when you guys arrived? 4 a.m. Yeah. 4 a.m. in the morning, pitch black, northern yep. Ontario. And these guys are tramping around, and they're getting kind of evidence that something's out there. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And just so you know, too, we have a dance studio over here, and there are people talking back there. So yes. Yeah. So those will be voices. the EVPs those this time. little yeah. kid EVPs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are real human children uh, yeah, in the time. dance studio over here. So. Right. So shall we take a break, and then when we come back, we'll get right into the uh, Bigfoot recording? Of course. Sounds All good. Right. All right. We'll be right back. You're listening to Phantom Faction Podcast. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Okay. Dan, Sunday, November 18th, with Peter and Christine and two other researchers in undisclosed location near North Bay, Ontario. It's 5 a.m. We're in a spot where they just had a a recent sighting of a Sasquatch not too long ago. I'm just making my way up a hill here with the two researchers. Oh! (laughs) Almost killed myself there. There is quite a bit of snow on the ground already. And just with Jim, he's going to tell the sighting story from how long ago? Two years. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, we were still long edges up where he is now in front of us. I just looked in the bush, said to myself, that looks like one, and then it started to walk. And I actually saw it look at Andrew. Doesn't turn its neck, just turned at the hips. And I looked at him. And then and I was down, hands on knees like this, watching at this point. And, but as he turned to see, watch Andrew, he picked up on me and then just turned at the hips all the way around. And we were in a stare down. That's when Andrew saw him when he was standing still in the stare down with me. How many yards away was he? He's gonna be 
make him 10, 20. That, oh, that close? Yeah, he was just, and he started, I first saw him there. He was closer than he kind of walked. And you said he was about what, seven and a half feet? Seven and a half footer. I had Andrew stand there and figured, wow. he had Andrew by a foot and a bit, he's like 6'3". So it stood there staring at me. I thought, I didn't know he had stopped and seen it. So I figured, well, I got a signal. Right. So I raised my hand like that, and when I did, it took off. Figured out that I was a person there. Mm-hmm. And it seemed to go that way. We went in to find it, and we are looking over there, figuring it had taken off that way for footprints, finding nothing. So we came back when it was light. It had just gone that way and back. Hmm. Right in behind us, we actually had a large butt print in the snow. Oh, really? Where he sat and watched us looking for him. Well, made a fool out of us. So what are we going to do now? Okay, well, we'll continue on our way here. Okay. Peter and Christine. Yeah, they're, they're going to hang out back there. Yeah, we'll go down the trail a bit here. We've had good luck knocking from the middle of this back trail, so maybe we'll try some knocks there. Okay. Okay. You know, hold on a second. So Andrew just heard a knock in the bush ahead of us. He just returned the knock. He's got a stick in his hand. We're waiting to see if there's a reply. It's about uh, minus 15 out. It's pretty cold. Snow's pretty crunchy. We got winter early this year. Haven't had snow in November in a long, long time. That's Andrew doing his knocks. See if we get a reply. Is that your stomach? Somebody, sir. Your stomach or mine making that noise? Okay. It was me. Okay, I think it's me there. <laughs> I don't even feel it when it does.
we're fairly close to the city. We're gonna move onward up the trail. Just gonna shut the recorder off. up the trail stopping to do some knocking <clears throat> well that trail we just came down yep. it was our two best vocals we ever had oh yeah, yeah. like yelps and uh, no <laughs> growls uh, trying to imitate it here but just we stopped and it looked like there's some it was obviously cut by man, but it looked like there had been about four beds made in it. Okay. So I think uh, I asked, uh, we talked to them sometimes, is this your work? The beds, not so much the cutting down. Right. And Andrew let out a knock. Poof. And we got back like a, a thunderous knock. We were thrilled with that. Like it just went, rattled the forest from just over the hill. Well, type of thing. And, uh, but then it was followed by a, ooh, ah, pate. Just and so loud, like you just went, we went a while, and then followed by two more knocks that rocked the forest. I think, really, we think uh, mother might have got separate. No, we were stopped at that bed along there, and then the last one, yeah, and then the second one, we were just at the end of this trail, and something over here by the swamp just let out a scream. Three of them, Once again, the three seemed to call something get the hell out of Dodge to them, I think. There. Now, why do you think they're in this area so close to town? Uh, used to be a ton of deer here. It's a little thinner now. Right. Uh, the deer were in here like crazy. We actually followed a set of footprints down here one day into the bed of the deer. So there's a lot of food for them. Yes. Yeah, and good. People feed deer too, so it draws the deer yeah. in. Fattens yeah. them up too, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. We also think they like swamps. Mm-hmm. Got them all around here. Water source. Yeah, and then there's about three, four little rake, lakes within this area that would give them that. Because we've actually heard them kind of go into the lake after ducks and geese, we think. They <coughs> nest here. And we've heard that just like a person wading through the water, you'll hear splash, splash, splash. Yeah. And the geese start off. And, uh, well, actually, the sighting that uh, pretty well let us know that the stuff we were hearing was uh, legit. Well, an actual creature. Yeah. yeah. Oh, just... And I think they like to be close because let's say if they were to cross the highway during the winter time, you still do have the odd person that owns a property out there that'll skidoo through there. Right. Here they can use our trails. It's easier of leaving for them a to... trail there for someone yeah. to track, right? No hunting area? Yeah, because watches always think about how they're being tracked. Like yep. how they're being tracked. How many do you think are in this area? We make it, we always thought we had at least two sentries. And four over there, so in the neighborhood is six anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe, and then we thought maybe a young one along the line, maybe some had passed on, but in that neighborhood there, because we felt we know there's two at the lookout. There's two came at us that day, and we've heard. And that's where we heard came one up day, that hill, right? We're one day we let a knock, we heard two things right beside it just scatter. So we think there's two there. And then over there, we would get knocks from four locations. Like in a triangle around us and one behind us. Right. So this is about as far as we're going in for now? No, uh, I think we're, we're probably going to do our loop around, I would oh, imagine. Well. <laughs> <laughs> you done? Or? How much further are we going? Because um, Peter's knee is really bad. Okay. And uh, 
So I can go back with them if you guys want to do your loop. Okay. That's why you're being so loud. Yeah. Okay. You can do a couple more knocks there. Yeah. Making good. Well, let's go to the good knocking tree. Let's yeah. show we got a tree here. All right, we're headed to the good knocking tree. In there. Back that way, yeah. Okay. So what did you what did you see, Christine? Uh, we were standing waiting while you were doing knocking. Mm -hmm. So I looked away, and then I looked back and I saw eye shine. So I looked away again, and then I looked back and I saw it again. And then I kind of stared, and again I then I looked this to the to the right and looked back and I definitely saw it and then it was gone. You didn't hear anything though. Didn't hear anything. It was like it was looking up over something and then down like again. Like over a ridge. Or yeah. Peeking. Hmm. Now I. Could have been a deer, maybe? Could have been a deer. You get that feeling that, did I see? At first it was, at first it was like a, a white shine, and then I swear it looked more red. But then I, you know, your head goes yeah. like, oh, am I seeing red? Yeah. You know? But it was definitely, and it wasn't anywhere that I could see any lights through the bush. It was like, it would be like, I see there's lights that way. Yeah. But it was like looking over this way and seeing it pop up in the dark. There's Andrew doing some knocking up the trail. That's probably on the good tree. Mm -hmm. Now we let out a knock from that tree once. I got a return from right there. Really? Couldn't find him. It just drove you nuts. I mean, it was like ghosts. Oh, yeah, we didn't. Figured we got you. Because that's a peninsula there. You get nowhere to go. Mm -hmm. How far is Andrew up the trail there? Can you see him? It's pretty dark see still. Big, see that big tree? He's oh, right I behind see it. it. Okay. So I've caught, caught up with Andrew here up the trail. He's going to do some more knocking here. responses sometimes yes sometimes no we've actually found that they've kind of slowed down a bit in the winter yeah yeah no they might, have, they might have moved out yeah that and i think with my dad and i they take a bit more precaution now because oh, really? like yeah we have you know what i mean we have caught them in certain situations you know what i mean like the whole pig squealing kind of right, incident right. my dad was saying about and uh we actually forgot to tell you, we had the one incident, there's like a trail that goes up, like the other way across into this bush here. Uh, we had tree swaying too once. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, no, that was, and that was about the only time too. Hmm. And it was on a day that wasn't windy. And there was only like a few, like I'm going to say two or three of the trees that were. Moving. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. uh. Peter and Christine and Jim coming up behind us up the trail here. Still nothing. No knocking. 
Peter says he just saw something, so we gotta go back. They're looking up in the sky. What are you guys seeing? I'm just looking at the three you can see so clearly in a row. Oh, right? the stars. Yeah. yeah. Peter had a flash of something here. It was a flash of light or dark shadow there. No, it was a white, a white light flash. And it went through the trees uh, just about on our horizon here. Just now? Yeah. Just before like and the I, hill kind of goes down. An orb? I don't know. Well, I, I moved my head back and forth to, to try and see if it was lights from the you know, street lights or whatever. I don't think can uh, make it there. No. No. It was like a four inch band of light and it just went like that. Cool. Which direction? This way or that? It came, it came from over here and it went that way. Right to left. And it was, uh, I thought, ooh, what's that? And I moved my head in case it was a floodlight or something in the distance. But I can't replicate it. Which means uh, it's not one of those lights. It was much closer anyway. It was like uh, 50, 60 feet away. Ooh. Hmm. Meanwhile, we're all looking at the stars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, haven't on seen, the opposite direction. we haven't seen the sky in like a month. It's been overcast forever. Yeah, it has for yeah. about a month there. There's a little UFO watching there. <laughs> Standing on that bridge down by our gifting spot there. Like we're very yeah, conscious of the, the neighborhood lights, right? When, when you guys do your gifting, what do you usually leave behind? Uh, peanut butter, uh, nuts they like, marshmallows I've left, apples. Marshmallows. Yeah. They, love, they love chocolate. You're gonna get, yes, you're Peter gonna, left chocolate bars in his spot. You're going to they... give them cavities. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're going to rip yeah. your head off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to come in here with a dentist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they say they like the sweets, but the peanut butter seems to always be a popular one. Oh, yeah. yeah. And actually, yeah, I was telling you about the knocking area we had one day, I had like a large jar of those nuts you buy, mixed ones that... Yeah. Uh, what, if you, what if you kill one that has a peanut allergy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've killed them all, people, killed, Jim. Yeah, yeah. You've killed them all. That's why they're not here anymore. I saw a flash of light. What's that? Just now? I saw a flash of light. Just now? Yeah. That's straight on my arm there. You saw a flash as well? Yeah, two o'clock. Yeah, just, but there is a light there. I can yeah, see a light through the I'm trees though. Yeah. yeah, but it was it was not just that, it was like flooded. But it was a definite bend. Oh, like a beat. Well, it makes sense then. I've never seen it, anything like it before. And I mean, I don't know how, how wide it was, but it had the appearance of being about four inches high and about four feet long, and it just went like that. Well, you often hear people say they see orbs and weird light anomalies when they see Sasquatch, too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't tell you about my orb. I was out in BC, and we had gone to a triangulate. To triangulate. Um, one was over on that ridge, way over, and then... And we were going to do some calling, because you know, they scream out there, right? Right. <clears throat> we were standing there, and I was standing with uh, uh, Dave Hill, and we were looking down on the top of the trees. And and it, so we were just kind of looking over, and and, look at it, and all of a sudden, out of the trees came this bluish-white orb. And I'm staring at it, and Dave's looking at it, and he says, Have you ever seen orbs? <laughs> he said... <laughs> Yeah, because I'm looking at one right, right now. now. 
and he said a lot of investigators see orbs when they're looking when they're out Sasquatch hmm. and they're like associated with them and mm. I said oh I said well and then of course it, it came across and then it seemed to be almost like I was so intensely look at it that it that then it disappeared really? yeah that's my first and it must have been large because it was way down right you know but just coming over the treetops do you ever go out during the day looking for them uh, I have gone out let's call it morning when I'm still the first one in the bush but it's light right and I have had some success That's have you ever I... seen a gray mist go across the trails or uh, like a fog like a you know like in a daylight elm? conditions no, no no that rock we came up over there right there's been twice I've been sitting talking to Andrew and I've seen something go across the top of the hill and just go right right where the trail enters the bush okay but because uh, when I was hunting up in uh, Point of Barrel uh, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, okay. before the snow fell, there was three different occasions where I saw a gray fog mist go real fast across the trail in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I was with my son, and he, he didn't see it. But I, you know, I'm sensitive, so I can you see are, stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm. You know, and I, I was wondering what the heck it was, right? But I just wanted to see if you had experienced anything like that. Uh, nope, I've seen a ghost in my day, but... Uh, <coughs> nothing out here but i did see the orbs one day right just uh, this place we normally park is an elevated hill right which is why it's easier for them to see us i think but i uh, just i was coming in by myself and just looked over behind that rock that we came up over just on this side of it here and just uh, there was like flashes of light all over the forest like up right. down i'm going like what am i seeing here i thought people may be in there poaching or something yeah. in there. and then just one big bright flash in the middle of it and it was done hmm. and then off to my left I heard what was I would call voices speaking a language I didn't understand Klingon uh, almost like samurai <laughs> or, 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 like native, or native tongue oh really Just, and when I was waiting for Andrew last week uh, when he went to the washroom I heard like what well, I it sounded like samurai talking there too just really? for a bit there yeah and then waiting, yeah, but they I didn't kind know. of nicknamed it samurai didn't they did they? That's what they people so, uh, it's got that can I try it? Yeah, absolutely. Where's that tree back here? I'm going to try my first ever Bigfoot knocking. See if they'll respond to me. Just walking up on the this big hard tree here. Two knocks? Uh, whatever you want to do. Seriously, do what you feel. Alright, here we go. Nothing. One more. There's no, there's no like, uh, like is there any like, any definitive, because I've heard like one knock is like a challenge, two is like, hey, we're here, we're good. So. Uh, I find for Ontario, that's like an out west thing. I find oh, for okay. Ontario, it's kind of in reverse order. 
One is like, okay, we're here. There's someone approaching. Right. Two is just like, okay, we're absolutely here. And I, uh, we had a three uh, rock clack. It wasn't wood. It was rock on rock across the other swamp way down. Okay. Three. And that was when a jogger was approaching. Ah. So yeah, I think when, if someone's coming at a faster rate or doing something that's different. Right. Or you're approaching quicker or more dangerously, then they let out three knocks. Hmm. At least for Ontario. I mean, that, that could change. Yeah, it's weird how, area how different area. provinces or areas, they have their own code, right? Yeah, it's just like language though, right? Like yeah. as language moves more, like, yeah, I mean, as for people sure, for immigrate, sure. it slowly changes into other for dialects sure. and this and that. So. Alrighty, let's try it one more. <laughs> The old folks yapping back there. <laughs> now, when you saw that one two years ago, did it, when it was moving through the, did it even make a sound? No. It's incredible how quiet they are. Yeah, no, so sir. huge, right? Yeah, and that's why I knew it wasn't uh, a moose or a deer, because when we have ran into them, out in the bush they make noise you know like yeah. they're, they're they must have like really padded feet though like really soft yes, soles right? um be like walking on like a little pillow or something yeah any i forget what you call the study of feet there like the people that like science or doctors that look into feet but when they look at orthopedics the, uh, yeah like when they look at the the structure of a sasquatch foot it actually has a spring in the middle of it like or not a spring but another a big joint oh, okay in the middle of it that so it's almost like a yeah uh it's like a, a shock, like on a car. That, uh, that's and actually a good way of describing that. suppresses the noise. Yeah, so they would put their first foot on whatever. That way, if, let's say there's a stick on there, they can kind of just slightly bend around it enough to leave it and not snap it. Have you ever found any tree structures in here? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, uh, most of the pictures on Ontario. Are you in that group, the Ontario yeah, Sasquatch yeah. one? Yeah. Most of the tree structure pictures are from here. Oh, wow. In that group, yeah. Okay. This this thing here almost that's, looks like a tree structure. Yes, yeah. Is that what that if is? You, well, if you see it, definitely is a tree that's fallen. But then you have sticks added. It like yeah, it's when you're someone. clearing the trail, what human goes? Okay, well, let's go put that over there. The kids here. play in here though. Yeah, teenagers must come in here and smoke their dope and yeah, homeless guys. But even still, like I mean, I used to be a teenager doing that. Oh, well, still I'm doing that, just not a teenager. But <laughs> well, it's legal now, know. so yeah, exactly. You're, you're good. It's not fun anymore. <laughs> But yeah, no, it just, I like when I was doing, I would never want to do something like that. Like, I was, you know what I mean? But, yeah, yeah. but everyone's different. It yeah, doesn't mean sure. that that's not the case, right? For sure. Alrighty. I don't know. I think that's some type of alarm to them when we called them in. So we got a knock, like the last knock was right beside us. Just like a knock and see. So I just tried doing some yelping. I did two yelps. Didn't have my recorder on because my battery's almost dead. And Jim, Andrew, and I just heard some breaking of tree limbs to our right. Maybe 60 yards up the trail here. So we're just going to investigate. 
I mean, it could be a deer that we spooked. Raccoon, who knows. Okay, I'm gonna try another Yelp here. You wanna hold on to that for me? Yep. Hey Christine, I just saw a little blink of light right below that tree up there on the ridge. See the big pine tree? Yeah. Like right at the base, right at the base where it touches the snow. Mm-hmm. I just saw a little light, almost looked like a, you know, like a lightning bug, but not in the winter. No, like a shine, I yeah. shine. Yeah. I know, I was told to look away and then look back. Yeah. Look away and look back and then you're liable to catch it. Can you hear the trucks? Yeah, I know. Is that the highway annoying. back there? Yeah, it's annoying. My bat these are brand new batteries. Just put them in, they're almost dead. <sighs> and my uh, cell phone died. It had like mm -hmm. six. Yeah, it's it's minus fifteen. Well, it yeah, had it's in his uh, pocket. Yeah, still. I've had ice in my pockets. Uh, well, it's not that cold. Really? <laughs> no, it's not that cold. Anybody find any dimes on the trail? No. <laughs> <laughs> but your battery's only like 30% efficient at this, uh, at this temperature. Mm. Alrighty, moving on. So, Christine and I are just up the trail. The guys are holding back here. For some reason, I was just explaining to Christine before I turned the recorder on. I feel drawn to this location here for some reason. And you were just telling me that while people are walking their dogs, the dogs won't go on this side of the trail. Yeah, you you see them running, and they seem to stay closer on this right-hand side. And of the it's way not even facing. that thick of brush right and here. No, and they just you don't see them running through there, and it doesn't seem to be any reason why no. they wouldn't run that way. Andrew, you want to try a couple knocks on this tree? Maybe. No, I just kind of this this spot intrigues me for some reason. How about trying the shave and the haircut? You heard it? You heard it too, Peter? No. That doesn't mean anything. I have tinnitus. There's movement. That wasn't yeah. a knock, but it was no nope. movement. 
Something beyond the ridge there? Yeah. They seem to be a fan of that's the only time they'll let you hear something is when there's a hill in front for of another you. Snap. Mm -hmm. Well this whole time we've been we've been here in this spot for about five minutes and I've been hearing little like twigs moving the whole time, even when I was up here by myself, but just out of the rain. Yeah, but the cold can make the 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 wood you guys snap hear too. That? What? A weird like Was that you? No. no. I heard that. What was that? <laughs> Response. Bird or new invitation of a bird. My stupid batteries are dying too. <laughs> Rookie move not bringing more with me. That was weird. That's Andrew whistling. Something's watching us. Think so? <clears throat> yeah, I can feel it. Yeah. What, what was that? See, I just saw. No. I just saw a light. It almost looked like an eyeball. Straight ahead, see those birch in front of you? Yeah. How, how it opens into a V? Yeah. Right between that, like about seven feet off the ground, I just saw a light. It almost looked like a gleam of something. And something's watching me. So I can feel it. I'm shaking. You're shaking? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm not cold. It just no. <clears throat> Some more knocking. Oh, hear that? That was something heavier. Yeah, did you hear the clicking? Yeah. The response? What was that? Did you hear that? Mm, that chest thumping? Is that you hear that? Yeah, I heard it though. I heard the it. That was like thumping. Mm -hmm. Like boom, boom, boom. That bird tweeting. You heard that though, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. It came I, from I like. Here, that yeah. It wasn't quite enough. It sounded like. I just 
saw a light, but I mean like 12 feet up in the air. Walking a little closer to the tree line where we're seeing little lights and hearing things coming back to us. from the highway to my left. So I know it's pretty... I know there's a lot of dead air here for the podcast but have to try and remain quiet to see if we hear anything back so if you're listening you got to be patient if you're Danny we'll edit some of this and compress it I think whatever's in there is pulled back. Yeah. I think that's what the, the eye shine we saw. If it was eye shine, it was them getting a further distance or trying to spread on us anyway. Mm -hmm. That that chest thumping noise with the hollow sound was weird though. Yeah. Yes. I've had something like that up on. Uh, Woodfield Station Road by Otter uh, Otter Lake. It's right. Kind of up by where the airport is. Oh, okay. There. North of town then. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I heard it. You know, almost heard someone was picking up a big log. And yeah, or like a rock or something, right? Yeah. I had rock on rock here for a little bit this summer. I said I brought some girls in for Peter there to see if they like the girls there type of thing. Yeah. And he was back there listening, and we got a real good one. I even said to Peter, "You must have heard that." He said, nope. Like rock on rock. You guys ever thought about pooling your money together and getting like night vision goggles or something? And yes, we have been a bit. Yes, so they're they're, ex they're expensive though, right? Yeah. Peter thinks you like us because we're low tech. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's hard to prove to people. No. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it is. All right, you're safe, babies. We're between you and the sat So we've got three deer that are less than 12 yards 
15 yards away from us. They're not running from us. Christine almost seems to think that the Sasquatch were hunting them and the deer might feel a little bit safe now that we, we're acting as a barrier. Almost, right? Mm-hmm. They're almost teams. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're just sitting there looking at us right now. Yeah, yeah they know we're not going to shoot them. No, three does. I don't see any horns, any antlers. Huh, very cool. Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com.